Today, we are discussing a growing ministry within our multicultural department. That's right. Nearly one year ago, leadership from for NBCB saw the need to create a new department to relate to multicultural ministries. In fact, this was already a desire from Dr. Parker and is now a value of our mission to be multicultural. As we equip local churches to make disciples in Mississippi and around the world, we want to focus on multicultural ministries for all Mississippi Baptists, right? Yeah, and our uh, new multicultural department focuses on many areas and has a handful of leaders covering different people groups. And in this episode, uh, we want to bring to the table a ministry that has strong roots in our state, the ministry to the deaf. Vicki Stewart is Mississippi Baptist Convention Board's deaf ministry contract consultant. That's right. And we'll get to that in just a minute. We look forward to hearing about this. But before we do, we haven't talked about events in a little bit after yeah, convention yeah. season and right. all that. Uh, but let's talk about some events coming up around the corner. John. Yeah. So uh, Lottie Moon season is here. And so That's if right. you need uh, the Lottie Moon promotional materials for your church to help promote that offering, uh, you can contact Tammy Anderson at tanderson at nbcb.org or just call up here to the building and uh, get in touch with the WMU department. Our mailroom regularly sends out boxes. That's right, absolutely. Material. Yeah. And so I know yeah. you. it's kind of getting down to the wire on that in December typically is when that happens. Yeah. But, um, and then just after December, January 6th through 7th is our dis- discern event that takes place at Gateway Camp and Conference Center in Clinton. This event is geared for students 10th through 12th grade and college age uh, that are thinking about answering the call to ministry. Yeah, and January 29th through 30th is the Evangelism Conference at Brandon Baptist Church. We'll give you more details uh, in the coming weeks, but uh, you can find out more information from that from the Evangelism Department. That's yep. right. That's right. Well, here we are today across the table from us, Vicki Stewart. So glad to have you today. How are you doing? I'm good. Thank you for inviting me. So glad. So glad to be bringing this to the table. We talked about this back and forth. So the Director of Multicultural Ministries Department is Paula Smith, and we've talked about this, and I'm so glad we finally had this moment to sit at the table with you. So just off the top of the bat of the conversation here, let's just help people understand, like, what, what is exactly your role uh, we talked about your your title as contract consultant for deaf ministry here for NBCB. What, but what does that what does that mean? Can you help us understand <laughs> that for us in the state? I can. That's a great question. <laughs> great question. So, you know, it combines several different um, entities mm-hmm. of what I do. Mm-hmm. I've got an area where I'm going out visiting different churches, talking to the deaf community just seeing where the needs are throughout mm-hmm. the state. Also, on the other side, I'm looking for interpreters, mm. seeing how many we have in the state, you know, where can they be used, because often I'll have a church call me wanting to start up a deaf ministry. Yeah. And how do they do that? What mm. does it look like? And we go into depth in conversation yeah. with that yeah. Yeah. and um, just it, it's it's a big process from all the way from interpreter to a leader yeah. to the congregation, and then you know also getting your your deaf community involved, which yeah. is hard many wow, times. Yeah, it's yeah, hard. Yeah. So talk to us a little bit about because I, I you know I'm unaware and I'm uh, I'm fearful that the most most of our state is unaware as well uh, of the need. For the deaf ministry, like you know, you and I just had a conversation about uh, how deaf seems to be the largest unreached people group that yes, exists. It is. That sort of thing. I don't know that we know this. So, what 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 is the great 
need and why do you think there's such a great need among deaf in Mississippi, but also in North America, maybe? Yes. So at this time, there is 72 million deaf worldwide Mm -hmm. that are unreached. Mm Wow. 98% have never encountered Jesus. Mm. Then 100 major cities in the United States have no church for the deaf. Wow. And when the numbers, these numbers are going to really get you. There are only 58 Southern Baptist church churches that are deaf for 3 million deaf population, wow. meaning that 40% of these 58 deaf churches are without a pastor. Wow. So yeah. many have just, you know, dissolved yeah, or trying right. to survive without a pastor. So you're basically saying there are, there are 30 deaf churches among SBC that have pastors. Yes, and that is throughout the United States. Yeah, that's wild. Now, ask me hmm. how many are in Mississippi. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah Zero. Wow. Zero. Oh, wow. We yeah. have no deaf pastor in the state of Mississippi. Wow. And where there are deaf ministries trying to set up, they're led by a hearing mm-hmm. person from the congregation with an interpreter. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Which, you know, having an interpreter is a great resource. It really is. Yeah. But the deaf, they have their own language. It's American mm. Sign Language, <laughs> yeah. ASL. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They want to learn in their heart language. Yeah, sure. And that is their heart language. So mm-hmm. that's another area that we have to work towards. Wow. Man. So so um, <laughs> that's so hard to wrap my mind around. It really is, <laughs> yeah. Help, help us understand, uh, as the church leaders are listening, what, what what's involved in more detail here of it's more than just a Sunday morning, like you just said. What, yes. What, expand that. Uh, expand upon that thought for us. What, what What are you really leading to as far as deaf ministry? The prayer and the goal. Miss mm-hmm. um, Paula and I and several others have discussed and just prayed that in the future, what an amazing thing for our state if we had a deaf pastor. Yeah. In Mississippi. Yeah. Start. Mm-hmm. And then grow that community they are an unreached population and there are so many barriers that are against them you know you think about it as children we grew up and we had access to every vacation bible school in the summer right that's right yeah everywhere we go vacation bible school (laughs) guess what a deaf Mm -hmm. child there's no access wow no access yeah it's not provided for them. Yeah. And that breaks my heart. That's, oh, yeah, but absolutely. one goal is, if it's God's will, his mm-hmm. timing, there will be a deaf pastor in Mississippi that can lead and then maybe disciple other deaf yeah, Christians, sure. and it just grow. Yeah, yeah. Grow. Well, you know, they, I don't know that we, I don't know that we see the deaf in this way, but it truly is a unique people group among a population and you think we think people group we think race uh, and we do think language but I don't know that we think American sign language as a people group but it's a people group that lives uh, with us every day and you may not even know that they're living among you right but, right but it's a people group that needs an indigenous leader 
which is someone who is also deaf, right, to lead them. And, man, the work to find that person, pray through the Lord leading us to that person. Uh, I, I hope that as pastors are listening to this today, they will say, you know, that's something we want to start praying with you about, that God would raise up that indigenous deaf person to lead a congregation in our state. Uh, man, the most churched state in the nation, right? That's what we claim, yes. right? Yeah. And yet, yeah. even among the most churched, we still do not have a church for the deaf. So that's a great need right. there for us. Tremendous. I would like to add yeah. something. Yeah. I don't know if you are aware of, but once a year in the fall, there is a conference mm-hmm. for the deaf, mm-hmm. Mississippi Baptist Conference of the Deaf. It's led by NBCD. They have a board committee. Mm -hmm. They come together three or four times a year, reach out, bring in a deaf pastor from other states, meet at Camp Garraway for the weekend. We just recently had this event three or four weeks ago. It was a huge success. Awesome. Over 131. Wow. And several accepted Jesus. Yeah. You know, that was amazing. And Sunday morning, one young man, he's like, I want to be baptized right now, mm-hmm. right wow. now, mm-hmm. from college. Yeah. And asked Brother Roddy, can we get the pool open? <laughs> and right there, yeah. Yeah. young man was baptized. Amen. That's awesome. So, so who, who is it that, who's the audience for this, this uh, conference that you have? That conference is geared for the deaf. Mm-hmm. But then also, there's another workshop that takes place. For the interpreters. So we've oh, got yeah. the interpreter workshop mm-hmm. on a Saturday all day, and then we've got the deaf workshop led yeah. by a deaf, a deaf yeah. pastor yeah. learning mm-hmm. in their heart language. Sure, sure. Soaking it all up. So then on Sunday, we all come together mm-hmm. and worship. Mm-hmm. Awesome. I'll say this too about you mentioning that uh, the salvation that you guys experienced this past uh, conference. Uh, last year, correct me if I'm wrong, but last year's Margaret Lackey video, there was a Margaret Lackey video from a young man that was also saved at the conference, right? That's correct. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he, that was 2019, pre-COVID. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yes, and there were five baptized Wow. that Fall. And that's a video that we can put in show notes, Tanner. Yeah. <laughs> it's a By great video. Great, great video. Yeah, it, great yeah, video. it is. And it tells, it, it really does tell the heart of that Mississippi Baptist Conference of the Deaf as well and the and the, the conference that you're talking about. That's a great, a great resource. And it is obviously promoting Margaret Lackey. Because Margaret Lackey is where the funding comes from for, for a lot of this. So that's, that, that's good, good. We recently had a day... Um, to where we prayed for our Choctaw people. Yeah. I came up in our annual meeting and um, as a day, November 1st, to pray for the Choctaw people, basically, and just yeah. the great story that we heard. Uh, well, the the heartbreaking story we heard about what's happened in that community recently. Mm-hmm. But hearing us now talk about deaf ministry, yeah, we need a pastor to step up. <laughs> yeah, right? we do. And yeah. so as you're listening right now, I think we could all set forth uh, to pray for a pastor of the yeah. first deaf church in Mississippi. Yes. Yeah, that's right. And let me step back. In the past, I want to say it was about 20 years ago, there was a deaf pastor. Mm, okay. It was at Woodland Hills. Okay. okay. And when that um, 
merged happened. Yeah, yeah. It, it just kind of deteriorated with mm. the um, deaf ministry, and also that pastor retired. Yeah. So since that time, yeah, nothing you wow. know has been established, set up since then. What, what what churches do you see involved in the deaf ministry right now? You mentioned your fall conference, and that involves both the deaf as well as the signers. What I know you you attend Pine Lake, right? I do. So yes. Are, what other churches are you seeing involved in this? So we have um, Ridgecrest. Mm. There is Hickory Ridge Baptist Church. Mm-hmm. We have churches down on the coast, First Baptist Biloxi. Yeah, uh, it is just there is a list that yeah. I'm <laughs> I didn't going through. <laughs> yes, but that is a great, great question. And since COVID, it's less. Mm. Mm. You know, there's. It's it's yeah. like everybody went home yeah. <laughs> for two years and aren't yeah. ready to come back out. That's right. Yeah. So let's let's talk a little bit about this ministry <clears throat> of the interpreters because it certainly is a ministry, right? Even even if they're they're not deaf, they're they're then you know they're there to minister to those who are deaf, right? And so there are people I am sure that are in Mississippi Baptist churches that have this gift of language that the Lord has blessed them with, with the ability to learn, um, how, can they, how can they get plugged into this ministry with you guys? Like if they say, hey, I know American Sign Language, and I'm interested in using this gift that I have for the deaf community, how can they get plugged into that? That's a great question. Mm-hmm. Um, and often I do run into a few people that know sign language and it's like, what can we do? So first, you know, is it where they're being called into ministry or Mm -hmm. are they wanting to become an interpreter? Because we do have two colleges in Mississippi that offer interpreting programs in the central and in the south. Mm -hmm. But I often will try to mentor them Mm see where they're going to church, see what deaf is in their area. Yeah. See how we can come together. Yeah. Yeah. And go from there. Yeah. It, I, and I I'm thinking about a a friend of mine. I went to Southern Mississippi. That's where I got my bachelor's degree and uh, I had a friend who was in speech therapy. Her parents are both deaf and so she grew up with American sign language and so she took obviously American sign language when she was working through her speech pathology because it was easy for her because she had been signing her whole life, right? Right. And uh, I'm sure there are people just like her who yes. are out there and know it either either as a result of their their having family that was deaf or they learned yes. it in school, and they're saying, hey, this is something that I can use. And I know even um, you and I were at the uh, college, I don't know what it was called, BSU retreat, whatever it was called, a few weeks ago, right? Mm-hmm. And Heinz Community College had a large population of deaf that came with them yes. to that event. And you guys were there to interpret for them. And so that's a service that you guys offer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. And, you know, that is correct with what you said. Myself, I was raised, I have a deaf father. Okay. So yeah. I'm a CODA. Yeah. That's a child of a deaf adult. Okay. Yeah. So I knew sign language. Mm-hmm. So now yeah. I'm able to use that as a ministry. Yeah, that's so. tremendous. That's tremendous. So as we present this uh, conversation on the table today, I'm sitting here thinking, uh, if I'm in the seat of a church staff in our state, 
and I'm trying to reach the community around me, and I, I feel compelled to reach out into the deaf community in our in our areas across the state. What would you tell a church leader today about the best way to re- to reach out and find those that are deaf in their communities to maybe even bring them into the fold? If like you mentioned VBS, if they're going to offer a track uh, for those that are deaf at VBS, so h- how how would you go about trying to find this community? Right? Can can you help us understand that a little bit? Right. So if a pastor wanted to set up a deaf ministry. Mm-hmm. You could start small, maybe just have a Sunday school with a leader, have an interpreter in there, and then go into the service with an interpreter. Mm-hmm. We've got to locate an interpreter in that area, <laughs> right. which right. is, you know, can yeah. be yeah. tough sometimes, but it's doable. Mm-hmm. I believe it can happen. And when you reach out to the community, you've that person has got to know the deaf community. Yeah. You've got to know where to be with them, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. have a connection with them. Yeah. You know, where are their events? Let's go to their events. Mm-hmm. Let's visit with them, then invite. Mm-hmm. That's where it comes in, knowing who is where. Yeah. yeah. Because you're not going to know. An individual will not know how to find yeah. the deaf. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> and I've heard y'all y'all often have gatherings, right? Yes, uh, at restaurants. Yes. I've seen pictures of that before. Yes, uh, and you mentioned the fall conference, but there are other avenues you try to bring folks right. together. And we're having one in December at Flowood Community Center. Mm. I believe it's going to be eleven to five that afternoon. It's open to the public. Wow! You know, come. Let's have a gathering. Mm. Let's, you know, just fellowship together. And that's usually a good turnout. Yeah. And then that's a way to reach out. Maybe someone will come to that that doesn't go to church. And it sure, gives an opportunity yeah. to say, okay, do you want to come? Would you like to come here yeah. or yeah. there? Well, so. you know, it's it's caring compassion. You know, if, if, if a, a deaf person walks into a sanctuary where there is someone there who then they look to the church and say, this church cares enough about me and about people that are like me to have an interpreter down front, then they immediately have this, this church cares about me. There, there's a compassion there, right, that's yes. for me. And so I, I think just the presence of you having these meetings where unchurched people will come to and they say, hey, well, obviously they care about me. They're making that extra step, you know, to show compassion. And I think Another thing for all of us pastors that are listening to this, it's it's just a it's just a step of compassion and care that you're making visible to a people group in our state that desperately needs to hear the gospel. And so, I, I appreciate those events that you're talking about because I think it shows them we care about you and we want we want you to know what we know about Jesus. Yes, right? so that's the whole purpose. Absolutely, absolutely, that's great. Yeah, and as we're so what what you've heard today as you've been listening, so this is an unreached people group. Yeah. In our state. Yeah. Mississippi. Yes. The Bible Belt, right? Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's right. As yeah. you said. And so that's what we wanted to present today, the great ministry opportunity, right? Yeah. So just in kind of concluding here, what what else would you have to say, Vicky, that we, maybe we haven't mentioned that folks need to hear today? Or is there anything that uh maybe some prayer points that we can consider as a whole? as Mississippi Baptists, that we could leave folks with today? Definitely 
be in prayer for our deaf, mm-hmm. not only Mississippi but worldwide. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I know we focus on Mississippi right now, yeah. but it is a worldwide mm. mission. It yeah. is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we can focus on Mississippi right now, <laughs> and I believe, yeah. you know, God is doing something yeah. right now in our state. Mm-hmm. I'm seeing it. I'm seeing things pop open. That's awesome. You know, it's it's going to happen, and that that's what I'm believing right now. I've got awesome. to believe in that. Yeah, yeah. So if there is a pastor out there that's our, our lay person that wants to get in touch with you guys, I know they can call they can call up here to the building, talk to the multicultural uh, department, which, by the way, has a new ministry assistant started today. Oh, today, yes. Today is November the 1st. Can we tell that? <laughs> but, <laughs> it is. But that, that, uh, she started today. Her name is Janeth, and she would uh, love to get you in touch with Vicky or any of the other multicultural people that we have. But uh, is there an email address or anything else that you want to offer that folks can get in touch with you? Yes. Yeah. You can email me, Vicki Stewart. M I S S V I C seventy at yahoo.com. Good deal. Yeah, he put that in the show notes as yeah, well. Yeah, people yeah. get in touch with you there. But man, thank you so much for uh, for your heart for this ministry. I'm grateful for you and uh, how you desire to see the deaf reached. And uh, I pray that somebody listening to the podcast today will say, "Hey, that's." That's a burden the Lord has already put on me, and this is just affirmation, you know, or maybe the Lord's calling out someone as they're even listening today. So, And yes. sometimes you need to see it to start to get a heart and a passion for That's it. That's right, yeah. Yes. Photos on your Facebook page. What's the Facebook page? That is MBCD, <laughs> yeah. Mississippi Conference of the Deaf. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And we'll okay. add that in the show notes. Lots of, lots of good notes for you that grab there from the show notes. We want to make sure you are well informed, and as you have more questions, I know you'll be available, yeah. and uh, yeah. Paul Smith, director in the department, will be available as well to talk. This has been a great conversation, eye-opening for sure. You came Absolutely. right out of the gate with some big <laughs> stats. Yeah. Uh, and so I am moved by what I've heard today, and we hope you are too, as, as you've listened to this across your state and your communities, and we do pray for the deaf community. And so, uh, and also, if you are involved in the deaf ministry in your church, uh, send us a message here on the podcast. You can contact myself or John. We'll put have Vicky's information in the show notes as well, or just in general, tell somebody here at the building. We want to know what's happening in your community for deaf ministry. Because we like to share the word and hear testimonies of what God is doing uh, for deaf people in Mississippi. And so we're so excited to bring this to the table today. So gl- glad to join with you at the table today, Miss Vicki. Thank you. Thank, Thank you so you much for, for joining me. us. Yes, and we'll catch you all next time. I know we're coming to, up to the end of the year here. Thanksgiving's around the corner. We are praying for you uh, as a church leader across the state. And we do pray that God is glorified in your churches each Sunday as we conclude the year of 2022.